When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Martin, are you ready? I'm ready. Welcome back. Si, you got something in your crawl you want to get out today. Well, no. What we're going this is going to be the educational podcast. Oh boy, do I? Because I want I want to talk about education. I just finished reading Doctor Warren's book. Okay, I've got a what is it? Give him a review of his book. Is that what that's called? Are you about to? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dr. Warren? I got to write it up. Oh. Yes. I'm going to be a critic and give him a a criticism. Are they going to put you on on the back of it? Well, I don't know. He may may put it, may not. Did it have a lot of pictures in it? No. Oh. But it is a, uh, I guess the term I'm looking for is, it is a must read. Okay, because you got to think about this. Okay, <clears throat> this is a a neurosurgeon. Okay, and the book is about his life, his suffering, his patients' life, their suffering. Okay, so it's really a book with a lot of wisdom, knowledge, and experiences all rolled into one, and there is. Uh, he covers it all, okay? His family is very, what's the word I'm looking for? Intimate, okay? Nothing is hidden. Everything is laid out on the table. All his failures, all his doubts, all, you know, all of it. And his patience, you know? So it's a, it's a really good uh, must read. What's the name of the book? <clears throat> Hope is the first dose. He had written one before that. I've seen the last of you. <clears throat> okay, it's the same caliber of book. Okay, because it took. I cried during. I've seen the last of you about ten, about twenty times. Okay, I had to stop reading because I couldn't see because I'm, you know, crocodile tears. Well, this one here about ten, about ten times. Oh, so this book isn't out yet. Uh, no, it's. Wow. I think I'm right when I say there. He's still tweaking it, okay, and finishing so up. You just got the so early be, edition. Oh no, it's. I've got his original manuscript. Okay, he sent it to me. So I guess to be on that okay. back cover because I've I've read it. Must okay. read. Sorry, Robert. Roberts. <laughs> and I and I couldn't put it down. Really? Okay. Because like I said, this man and his wife and his children. Okay, share their most intimate secrets. Okay, their doubts, their failures, their highs, their lows, okay, and his patience. Okay, so it's it's really, it's a, now I, I say it's a just a big treasure chest of wisdom and knowledge about life, what can be thrown at you, how to handle it, what not to do, what to do. So it's kind of like your book, huh? Kind of like well, your book. Well, in a way. But this is more uh, 
This is more earth-shattering, okay? Because this is this is about you know life and death situations, okay? And he he uses one term in there, TMT, the massive thing is coming for you, okay? And that could be take any form. That could be, hey, you go to the doctor and he tells you, hey, you're ate up with stage four cancer. That would be your the massive thing. My life so far was when I had a heart attack and had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I did not handle it well. You've had actually two big things. What's that? What's <clears throat> the other one? That the COVID. Oh, well, that too. That one almost yeah, killed you. Yeah, that almost got And me. then uh, the other day, that big redfish almost killed you. Well, hey, that would have been a good way to go out there. <laughs> <laughs> a 40-pound 40 40 redfish would have been a pretty good way to go out. Well, he he, uh, he scared me there for a second. Cause, uh, yeah, y'all were in Venice? Oh, yeah. We we made us a nice little run to Venice, Louisiana to see our good buddy, Captain Josh. What was the date on that? Because I had the, the implant surgery for my lungs on it, the 7th. It was seven days after that. Okay. So. so seven days later, I'm fighting a 40-pound redfish yeah. <laughs> that is running out. You know, he's, he's making mad. a real scene running out line on me. Well, you know what you didn't do? What? Bring me that chicken. Well, well, hey, I ain't worried about the chicken. I was worried about the 50-pound, 40-pound mm-hmm. redfish. Mm-hmm. So you caught him? Oh, yeah, we caught him. Yeah. We you caught, or we? No, no. It oh. was five of us. We caught about 25. But one almost got you? Huh? Oh, I, one the one I caught was the biggest one, 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, the way it happened, me and Si go to Venice every year to teal, teal hunt and fish. And redfish. And uh, this, the doctor said, wait 45 days. Before you do anything, so I called Sai. I said, "Look, I'm on. I'm just gonna take uh, one of my other friends down to Venice." He said, "No, no, no, no." He said, "I'm coming." So uh, we loaded up, went down there, whacked the till that morning, got in the boat, and it was hot and muggy. I'll tell you that it was really hot and muggy. So we made it out to the to the beach, and uh, there was a school of a thousand redfish. Surrounding the under boat. the boats, big bull reds. Of course, they're they're not good to eat, so don't don't ever keep. Oh, a bull but they're red. fun to fight. But they will wear you oh, yeah. out. So it's hot and muggy. Side throws out their hooks into one. He fought him about what minute and a half? No, but it was about seven and a half minutes. And then I'm over. <laughs> I'm over there. And I said, "Some take it." <laughs> I've had him take it. You on the guy. So he just takes the rod and reel, and he said, hey, look, I'm just going to hold him let him run around. you got to reel him in. Yeah. yeah. So I sit down for about 10 minutes and put on the oxygen, you know, and I said, all right, bring him over here. Let me <laughs> reel this sucker in. So then they got, I got him, you know, they filmed me reeling him in, and he's yeah. about, yeah. oh, he's about that long. About the table size. Yeah, we, oh, we yeah. got the whole trip documented, oh, yeah. you know, oh, so it's awesome. on our YouTube. But show. it was wild because we caught about it. It was five of us on two boats. And at one time, we had five hooked up. <laughs> We're running under each other and running to the back of the boat because oh. the redfish are just going crazy. And then he's got the drone up, and our boats are pretty close together. And Josh, the captain, is talking, hey, drop it right outside the boat. They're right here under us. You know, and it's down. Set the hook. <laughs> 
You know, so it was wild. It was the most epic fishing trip oh, I've yeah. ever been on in my life. Oh, it, the the wind was not blowing at all, Mark. Just it was glass. It was Ooh. dead calm. Yeah, that makes nice. it hot. Oh no, and it oh, was it, hot. It, and it was hot. And yeah. when Cy got done with that redfish, he leaned up against that center console and he turned as white as that cup. <laughs> there you uh, go. Well, I had had a workout. You, hey. Okay. He didn't say nothing for about fifteen minutes. Well, then, he, he then, just, then all I heard was, hey, here's another one on. Take, really, man? Nope. No. Did I, you? Like a stupid idiot, I grabbed him really, man. That's your own fault. <laughs> you knew, what he, was, you knew what he was going to do. I ain't uh, too bright. Well, okay. And this is seven days post. Oh, yeah. Seven yeah, days. Having six, uh, six uh, I can't even think of uh, suffering vowels put in my lungs. You okay, which has. Which has helped me immensely, okay, with my breathing. So you uh, go back today and fish again. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I ain't quite no trip to Venice. That's my, <laughs> that's my favorite spot on this planet Earth. Is where the Mississippi River runs into the Gulf of Mexico. That is a cool place. Oh no, it's just you know the wildlife there is just you know it ain't no telling what you're gonna see. You know, you you. You motor for an hour and a half, and then you go around the marsh, and here's a stupid uh, Brammer bull out in the marsh. <laughs> How'd he get there? Hey, he waited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, just, it ain't no telling what you're going to run up on. Porpoises running through, you know, and you, you throw out there, and if you put a live bait on, throw it out there, and then drag in a big crab. You know, just... It ain't no telling what you're going to get into when you go to the market. That is true. Alligators eating your teal that you're shooting. Boy, you ought to do a documentary down there. Oh, no, no. It's, hey, it's beautiful. Because, look, we, we hunted teal <laughs> to 8.15, which if we'd have hunted till 9, we'd have had full limits. But we didn't kill but 11 of them because it wasn't a whole bunch more down there. How'd you shoot? <clears throat> Good. But the next day is when the teal came. We didn't go. We didn't go. We just went, we went teal hunting Thursday morning, left the boat, you know, left the marsh for the teal at 8.15, run for an hour and a half in Josh's boat, and then start catching these giant redfish, you know, for the rest of the day. Got into a few triple tail, too. Yeah, plus it'd be out. That's fine. Did you catch you one then? Nope. That's too no, slow. and look, and all they doing is they, they was motoring, and here's a piece of cane. That's all it is, a, one piece of cane. You know, and they looked and said, yeah, there's some fish on it. <laughs> and they called three tip, three tipper trail. You know, and what they look like is a big, giant white perch. They're pretty, and they are delicious. Mm-hmm. They're real high on the food table. Oh, yeah. On the, on the table. Deal. Did you bring any of that back with you? Nope. We ate that. They grilled it. Stone grilled it. You know. <laughs> Martin. And, hey, and it was fine, too. He come in there and told me, hey, taste this. I no. guess I'll go get me a can of Star Kissed or something. Well, hey, look, you know. No, Gobbin done made off with all my Vianers. They gone. He, he ate, I, Gobbin hit them hard. Every time yeah. I see him, he got a Viana in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good smack. <laughs> No, it's not. We yeah, it is. It's a good there. smack. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's take our first break. We'll be back right after this. Oh, I didn't even get to ask my big question. Martin? Yeah, buddy. What's the greatest piece of mail you've ever gotten? 
I don't know, man. I, yes, I would, you do. What? It's a mattress, and it came from <laughs> Helix. That, came from Is that Helix. not the best thing ever? You open a box, boom, you have a mattress, and you're like, a mattress in the mail? I don't know. And then it's like the most comfortable mattress ever because it was tailor-made for you because you took a two-minute quiz, and it was like, hey, you're exactly what you need. Boom. And you're like, wow, this is the most comfortable thing on earth. Thanks, Helix. I will, and it I, came in the mail. I will have to say, I will have to say, until you get a mattress in the mail, you never realize how tedious going to a mattress store actually is Ooh, to find yeah. the one for you where you can sit down and in two minutes answer all the questions whether it's for you you and your wife your wife your kids whatever fill out the questionnaire and they send you a mattress that's made for you because that that's what they do helix sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences they have 20 unique mattresses including award-winning Lux collection and a mattress for Shocker, big and tall sleepers. That's your boy. And even a mattress made just for kids. And now Helix is bringing us their most premium mattresses yet with a new Helix Elite collection. Every Helix Elite has a built-in cooling cover, thousands of supportive coils, dual cushioning layers, and even lumbar support for a truly elevated sleep experience. So if you want to know which one it is, take the quiz. You can get it done in two minutes or less. And then you have a mattress that's built just for you, and it ships straight to your door. And then you jump on it and just, hey. You're sleeping on a cloud, boys. You can jump on it. You can lay on it. You can do whatever you want on it because it is that, I mean, it's that well made. And there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So, 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress. That's right. And if you're not satisfied, which you're not, you're going to be ecstatic about how great it is. Look. There you go. And we're all unique. We all sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattresses to choose from. They have models with memory foam layers, models more responsive foam to cradle your body, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. And if your spine needs a little extra TLC, they got you. It has a hybrid design combining wrapped steel coils in the base and foam layers at the top. So, I mean, I don't know what else you could want in a mattress. Johnny D., He's wrapped up in a pillow in a cloud oh, every mine night. Mine is just a soft, fluffy, beautiful cloud. There you go. I should go, go back home right now. Moonlight, right? Moonlight. There you moonlight, go. He's boys. he's chasing the moonlight. Not only is this the best mattress we've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattress delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Don't take our word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by Wire Magazine, and it's recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Plus, they're American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on which one you get. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. Rucker, do you know what makes the best neighbors? What makes the best neighbors? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Quiet ones. A good fence. You know what's better than building a fence out of dead wood? Ooh, live wood. There you go. Building it out of live wood. Yeah. And you can do that with our friends at Fast Growing Trees. If you want shrubs to protect you from your neighbors, I say protect, but, you know, kind of shelter you Mm -hmm. in place, do a little thing. You want shrubs, you want trees, you want bushes, you want grass they got you whatever you want they got you and that's what's cool because like i planted the persimmon trees i planted i got one for each of the boys i like a way to give back to wildlife all the wildlife come eat the persimmons when they're ready in a few years all the things it's our way of giving back you know and and it's really cool and not to mention i don't know if you 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 married now yep 
At some point, your wife's going to say, we need new bushes. Mm-hmm. We need new plants. Look, you know how expensive that is? Oh. It's a heck of a lot cheaper if you go to fastgrowingtrees.com, though, because they can help you out. You can type in you're in Louisiana. They can tell you what grows here, what doesn't grow here. So if you're like, man, that's really cool, but it don't grow here, don't waste your money. All right. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's useful. So there you go. Look, they have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. So they got like, you can grow lemons on your front porch. You can grow them in the kitchen. You can grow avocados, olives, figs, whatever you want. You can just go shopping right there. You know, you can go. I say, hey, we ain't got to go to the grocery store. Just go pick you a Meyer lemon right off the tree right there. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You don't have to drive around the nursery. Save yourself time. Save yourself some money. And their in-house experts are always ready 24-7 to help you out. And look, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DUCK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DUCK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com code DUCK offers valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. What's the best way to learn? Doing. Correct. Okay. And then, and then, how many, how many different ways is there to learn? There's a bunch, but to okay. me, the best way is to learn by it, doing. Mm-hmm. Doing. You do it, you can figure it out. Trial and error. And not only that, if you do it, you can remember it. Yeah. If you not do only it. that, do it. Do it multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. 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 It's it's all about Re- how repetition. Much. Yeah, repetition. Yeah. But, you know, I was one of them in school. I could read. I could memorize whatever you wanted out of a textbook. That wasn't no problem. Well, that's but, like Phil. Phil's got a photostatic memory. A photostatic? Whatever. Well, whatever he reads, it's up there. It's yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of the way I was. I didn't really. I could listen in class, and I was fine until I got to college. Then they started asking you a little more comprehensive questions where you had to really understand the full picture of things. So I actually had to study once I got to college. High school, never studied nothing. I have problems with progression. Progression? Yeah, I can't, you know, I, I can read something, but I can't put it together and then go to the, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I mean, I, I yeah. there are, there's a hundred different ways to learn. Because, like, my biggest struggle in school was organic chemistry because you had to use your mind to visualize like these things flipping and turning. I ain't got that kind of, that ain't, that ain't how my mind works. Well, I, maybe that's what's and, wrong. I don't have much of a mind. <laughs> I'm nuts and bolts. Like I can't, I can't flip, turn, shake, move. None of that. So. I'm a more of an emotional. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Instead of, because I never could progress. Hmm? Do you regress? I, I read good, but in comprehension, but I just, <laughs> When it goes, okay, step one, step two, like like algebra. I never learned the rules. Algebra's got what? Laws, I guess you would call them. There's a few of them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never did learn them because then I couldn't do it. <laughs> so do you know like order of operations? No. You know, oh. Yeah. Like <clears throat> parentheses, exponents. Multiplication, multiplication, division, division addition. Well, I can do the four maths, but my, my father told me, because, like, Dad would look at a, a algebra equation. You could give me one a mile long, and he'd just 
tell you the answer off the top of his head, but he couldn't work it out in algebraic form. Because I turned my homework in, and the teacher would give my on me a big fat F. And I said, wait a minute, is that the correct answer? She'd say, yes. And I said, well, what did you give me an F for? Show your work. She said, well, you can't work it out in algebraic form. And I said, wait a minute, what do you care? Is the answer correct? <laughs> How do you That's care? That's just like, hey, if I owe you $40 and I give you $40, we're square. You know? And you're telling me, no, we're not, because, hey, you didn't know how to work it out. So you're saying you had a problem following instructions? Uh, well, that may have been one of them. Is that? Is that, yeah. <laughs> that may, hey, yeah, that may have been one of them, too. Is that where the real rub lied, was following instructions? <laughs> well, hey, no, no, that was, you know, because you never know. Okay, here, here's an example of one of the things in the book. A death certificate. You've got the cause of death that you have to fill out. Okay, then you got the mechanism of death. What's the difference? Huh? Like when I like to die with my heart attack. Okay. What would the, your cause of death have been? The cause of death would have been, okay, clogged artery, which led to, okay, the heart cannot pump enough oxygen to the brain, so the brain dies. You know? The heart cannot pump enough oxygen to the lungs, so hey, I literally choked to death without oxygen. So, so that would have been the mechanism? Death, yeah. The cause of death, okay, was actually a clogged artery. But the mechanism was, hey, he choked to death. Lots Asphyxiation. Yeah. Lots yeah. of oxygen. There you go. Hey, I didn't know. I ain't never looked. I ain't really ever well, surveyed no, no. one of them yet. That was in the book. Being okay. educated. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said it was life and death experiences, okay, which is, you know, Educational. Oh, no. This is a must-read book because it tells you, okay, when you think about it, okay, the boogeyman is coming to get you is my, my term for it, okay? Well, it's coming for all of us. Well, no, no. I'm serious. So if Okay, it, and you don't know what, okay, what form this is going to take. All right. So in the case of that redfish, if you'd have died from that fighting that redfish, well, hey, the would have been my own fault. cause of death would have been, been ignorance. <laughs> no, no, you knew. Well, yeah. no, no, you knew you weren't supposed no, to do no, that. Those doc said, "Hey, take it easy for a few days." Yeah, the mechanism you... would have been no. a forty-pound redfish. Yeah, yeah. The mechanism would have been, yeah, would have been forty-pound red. Yeah. yeah, I bet you'd have been the first one. Well, I, you know, ah, I'm not very nothing. good at following instructions. <laughs> Again, okay. <laughs> it all okay. comes back to instructions. Okay. Well, no, no. Well, you know, because maybe that's the reason I can't progress, okay? well, you I would follow. suspect that's got a little bit to yeah, do with it. Yeah, you won't follow instruction, dummy. Yeah. So you, get, like, go buy something at the store, you got to put it together. That little instruction sheet, you just throw that to the side. Well, no, no, because, hey, you look, look you might not have say, to have a Ph.D. to put some of this junk we buy together. Why don't it just come pre-assembled? Well, you can get it that way for a fee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which I am happy to pay most yeah. of the time. Well, I'll fix that. I don't That's like the easy way. Yeah. Hey, put this stupid thing together and bring it to the house. That's exactly right. I like that. That's a good model right yeah. there. Yeah. Because what I would charge an hour to do it, I pay way less than that. So. You building all sorts well, of things. Well, that's right easy. Now. Oh, yeah. But that's, uh, you know what? Before this well, remodel, that's a form. cribs, that's a form also. of learning. 
Yeah. Okay, because that's like plumbing. Yeah. Okay, I do. I do not do any plumbing or any electrical work. I'm not a. Uh, hey, babe, fix this. I'm not a fixer upper. Yeah. I'm gonna tell. Hey, call the plumber, stupid. Yeah. Who are you calling stupid? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I can dabble with plumbing. I don't fool. Oh with no, elect- no, no! I don't fool with electricity. Hey, if I fool with any kind of plumbing, flood. Then I'm gonna have to play the plum plumber double. Because I've done screwed up four times more than I can fix. Hey, water flows downhill. Well, I'm that's just saying, simple. hey. That's true. That electricity, though. Hey. He you, go anywhere he hey, want to go. You can't see it, and it'll bite you. Yeah. So don't fuck with it. the least resistant. <laughs> that's a bad deal. It. Yeah. Yeah, no, electricity, yeah. I don't I don't mess with him. He he. Yeah, I've had too many uh, altercations with it already. Have you been electrocuted? No, but I've been swung around on one of them little chains that you click the light on and off with. You held on to it? Oh yeah, I held on to it. And it was high it was it was above the sink and the sink was wet. Oh so no. when I clicked it, uh oh, we got a connection. And the crazy thing is that thing held him up. Oh yeah. No, no, that's the only thing that saved me if my weight finally clicked it off. Because it was just I was just ah, 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 ah. <laughs> All right. I'm serious. For real? For real. Where was this? It's in the house. Yo house? I'd, yeah, I'd not well when I was growing up. Oh, yo. okay. Oh, yeah. I'd reached up to click it, click it, the line on, and oh, yeah. Let you know. I was grounded g- good. Who did okay. the wiring in y'all's house? Huh? Who did oh, the wiring? Hey, who knows? Shade tree electric. Daddy may have done some of it. Hey. <laughs> I've been beat a couple of times. He by was that a fixer up man. You know? It ain't I no fun. I don't fix nothing. Oh, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> Which is hey. amazing because you tear so much up. You well, hey. you know how to well, fix it. Well, no, hey. Look, it's the old deal about, hey, if you work with it, okay, equipment's going to break down. Especially if you don't maintain it. Mm-hmm. Mate. Well, well, look, hey, I'm just the operator. I ain't the, <laughs> I ain't the mechanic. Well, their mama said that uh, <laughs> talking about side and field, they're like two young coons. Whatever they, they don't, don't tear eat, up, what they, they don't on. eat or tear up, they crap on. That's it. There you go. All right. Well, let's take another break. We'll be back right after this. I still ain't real sure what we're talking about education. You just want to know how it. you learn. Well, yeah. All the different ways. Yeah. Well, Hands on. And, well, he was then, talking about his degree that he has. And when then, you know, what the uh, what is the best way to learn? You've already said it. Yeah, by doing. Yeah, but you said you were talking about your degree when we walked in. Before we walked in. Yeah, what do you have a degree in? Hard knocks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jay Z. What I'm serious. (laughs) He's serious. No, I didn't go to college, so everything I learned. Oh, you went. You went. Well, I well. (laughs) (laughs) You were enrolled. What a couple days. I guess I can. You can call it. I went. Okay. But I did not. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? No. Participate. Yeah. <laughs> progress, if you will. You did well, not progress yeah. after right. the second day. Right. Yeah. Oh, I progressed, all right. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> but what I was progressing for was not what I went there for. Yeah. There you go. Okay. You know, let's just say, let's just say I got sidetracked you by got- a lot of other. So you got a 74-year degree in life. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what it is. You got distracted. Yeah. 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 What have you— All of mine was learned through hard knocks and experience. Yeah. Okay. 
Which get is knocked, the best. Get knocked down, okay, but get up and dust off it, and let's, 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 let's go another direction. That actually hurts. Yeah. That's right. better than a college degree. Right. What, have you, what, what, what is the one thing that you have learned? Yeah, what's the and, greatest thing? If you're 74-year degree, that life is tough, mm-hmm. and most of it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Duck Call Room. We well, hope you're having a great day. And this is coming from the world's happiest man. Well, no, no, I'm and it serious. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it. Everything you do, just like right now, you're in the. How do I put this? You're in for a wild ride. I just read part of that book, and one one of the things is in there is the people from Wyoming have got a saying. Okay. It's like riding a horse. They're going to buck. So, hey, let her buck. Yeah. There you go. Well, so that's the way life is. <laughs> life is just like getting on a horse that has not been broken. I will say there's a lot of truth in your statement, though, about life sucks. I mean, it's actually a lot of fun. But well, at no, the no, same oh, time, none of us are immune to no, no, hardships no, and struggles. Here's, and, that's the thing about it. It's sometimes it's so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, and then sometimes it's so ugly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the and problem it, is, as humans, we get focused on the ugly. Well, no, no. That oh, you can't uh, see the beauty even during the ugly. That, that That's uh, a problem that we have. Oh, right? no, 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 no. That's a lot of the Doc's book. Yeah. Just what you said. Yeah, we okay. get stuck and on I, focusing in the and ugly. You, and, and look, and when you do that, it's unhealthy. Oh, very, very unhealthy, mm-hmm. and it'll literally kill you. Yep. If yeah. you let it go too far. That's why this book is a must read. Okay, just for the general population to know, hey, there's some bad stuff out there. Oh. Okay. And and look and you're and here's the here's the 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 alert part of it. You're not immune to it. No one is. Mm. That's why he said, Hey, the the massive thing is coming for you. Yeah. Okay, and it well, that's the thing about life, okay? Here's the here's here's my best advice to anyone. Life is gonna happen. What you do with it when it does happen is gonna make you the man or woman that you're that God meant you to be. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Bible says the way what is perseverance and then Perseverance builds character, and character builds, you know, maturity, maturity, and yeah. hope. You know, yeah. at the end of it, all of it, okay, where you lack nothing. Yeah, you know, it actually gives you hope. Yeah, and that's that's part of the doc's that's, book. What that's James, what one, two through yeah. four, or something like that, or one through three. First, it's first of James. Oh, I know yeah. that. But just think about it, though. It's if, one I read a lot. If you're so. if you're living without hope, that's a pretty miserable. Well, no, no, because look what happens to you. Can put you in that. Oh yeah, it can put you in. He talks about darkness and light a lot. Okay, because when you're facing death, okay, that's darkness. Okay, but God, Jesus tells us two things in John. He tells us first that hey, you're going to have trials and tribulations and suffering on account of me. But don't sweat that. Because, hey, I came here for one reason. I came down to give you life, 
not just to give you life, but to give it to you abundantly, overflowing. So that's why I was said, hey, you've got this massive thing coming for you. Okay. No one's going to get out, walk this earth and not get scraped and scarred and marred. Yeah, the problem humans have, though, is we compare the scrapes and scars and say, well, yours ain't as bad as what I went through. Well, no, no, no. That's the problem. It don't realize that all that weighs on each person the same. And it may be totally different. And from your point of view, it may well, no, not no. be as bad as what you're going through. But that's for that one. person, it's equally as bad as what you're going through. No, no. That's one of the points that he brings out in his suffering, his family's suffering. Nobody can understand. Okay, all my grief, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. I'm in the darkness. There is no light. You know, my mama had told me when I was a child, when you think you are ready to, you've reached the point that you no longer care and you're ready to die. I give up. I don't want no more of this. I'm done with it. Let me die. You know, when you're at your lowest point, you need to clear your head look around you, and then hit your knees and praise God about how great, how many blessings you do have. Because when you're you're in the pit, is what they call it, you think you're, no one knows how you feel. Well, that's not true. No, because your pit may be different than somebody else's pit. Your massive thing is different. Yeah. Yeah. Don't compare pits. Yeah, but it's not a competition. Yeah. You know, this is not a competition. Oh, my my, my injuries are way worse than yours. Yeah. No, you've got an injury and I've got an injury. Okay, we're both going to suffer from our injuries. How you handle it is going to be, you know, determine the person you are to come become. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I've met people that, it looked like, you know, the evil one had threw everything in his book at them, and yet they was always smiling. And then you ask yourself, how in the world do you do this? You've done been knocked down, run over, backed over, parked on, stomped on, you know, and then you've got this just inability to just overlook it and say, I'll be all right. I'm going to get through it. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd, you'd finally just say, hey, when are you going to just throw up like when Job's friends were telling him? Hey, curse him. God ain't with you. Look what look what you're going through. Yeah. Well, all the time he was really with you. Because Jesus, that's what he, another thing he's told us. Hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to be with you wherever you go to the end of the ages. Yeah. But we forget that. That's why I was saying about education, okay? Because it's your perspective of something will determine how well you handle it. If all you can see is darkness and all you can see and all you can feel is pain, you're not going to make the right decision. Because in the book, because here's one for you. A lady has a brain tumor. They operate on her, okay, and they cure her. They get it all. Well, she has pain, and she has pressure. 
okay? And she comes back to the doctor and says, hey, it's come back. It's growing again. I can feel it. Well, they MRI and, and today's technology has gone where they can, oh, they've got fantastic x-ray machines. You, know, you can actually ask the person, they're, they're looking at a brain scan, you can ask the person different things, and you can see the blood flow changes. It goes to this part of the brain. You know, ask them another one, something sad, it goes to another part of the brain. Yeah, it's hard to hide now. Yeah, and it changes color. Okay, so what you think is very important to your health. So that's why the Bible says, hey, physician, heal, you, heal thyself. You know, and the doctor in his book <clears throat> talks about that. You have to, on some of this stuff that you're going to run into, you have to do, you know, brain surgery on yourself and say, wait a minute, maybe I ought to, ought to get a biopsy and check what that growth is first. Because in the book, he has one. He's already thinking, this guy has got a tumor. It's cancerous. I've seen the last of you. Well, when he gets in, he said, well, it's so big, let me take a needle and withdraw draw some of the fluid out okay and shrink it so I won't have to cut such a big area I can cut smaller well when he starts getting it taking it out in the syringe it's the wrong color for a tumor it's white mm -hmm. so he says oh wait a minute this is a this is just a pus okay this is just a infection this man has in his brain. So he drains it. Now now the the whole thing has changed. He don't have cancer. He's not going to die. I haven't seen the last of him. I can actually cure him and treat him with antibiotics. And he goes home and has, you know, now raises his son, which his wife is carrying. Yeah. You know, That's so, cool. No, no. So it's, it's, really, it's really, you know, I, I, that's why it's a must read. Okay, don't don't change, don't make the wrong diagnosis on yourself, because that woman did. She she was convinced that the tumor was back when it wasn't. She was cured. But well, the mind is a powerful thing. <clears throat> oh you no know, no not, no! Not only can you heal yourself with your mind, you can turn a bobcat into a black panther. <laughs> <laughs> He's going where a man, no man should go, okay? And go then back. you'll wear the same panther on your hat. Yeah. I just right. had to put my hand on his shoulder. Uh, and then shots you can, fired. Then you can stand firm and say, they do exist, baby. Yeah. <laughs> they exist just uh, like this next break uh, does. Let's take uh, it and get out of here. Well, you know, at least... Cy saw his Black Panther in the woods. Mine was going from one Johnny woods D to another. Johnny D saw his Black Panther at Dollar General. Yeah. <laughs> no, in front of Dollar General. Going from the dumpster back home through the cat door. Going Because right. he had done got whatever he needed out of the dumpster. This was not that small, sir. This thing was huge. He was yeah. huge, boy. Oh, you ever seen a cat around a dumpster? Oh. Only every other one you look at. But a lot of cats around yeah, they dumpsters. Got, they got mean real fast, Cy. Si. Yeah. Man, hey, that's education for yeah. you. Education. We're trying to educate you, boys. We're trying to educate y'all. Hey, that's education for you, boys. Hey. Well, uh, speaking of 
going to the woods. Uh, we got oh. our youth and veterans. Hey, coming up. Rifle season coming up. Yeah. The, the great state of Louisiana gives our youths and veterans one week of early when is that? rifle season. This it's, weekend. It starts Saturday and runs through Friday. Size both of those things. So if we have them kids, can I take them hunting? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, put a put a tag on them. Hey, that's, uh, that's, why, <laughs> that's why three of us three of us around here is fired up. Yeah, that's right. Me and Stone and then BK. Bullfrog. You ready to get in the woods and tell me not? Can I shoot him? She's ready. <laughs> She's getting close to not being a youth. She's got an itchy trigger finger. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Patience. Patience, my child. Patience. And, but <laughs> her and Sire are about on the same level when it oh. comes to that. Oh, I'm working on uh, he's that. He's getting though. way better. No, no, I'm working on that. Yeah, so, so I, I used am. to want to shoot everything that comes out. Oh no, but now he enjoys. Wow. That's seventy-four years of life yeah. degree. That's right. That's it, boys. He's Hard learned knocks. a little about. Hard knocks, knock him down. No, hey, what's shit. really happened is the boy saw what he did last year with a rifle, and he's just scared to shoot. <laughs> no, it ain't that. He's scared. We'll get hey, it. On I didn't video tell you on that. Well, I, he, he totally. I did, he, hey, I did brain surgery that day, and hey, I guarantee you, you removed it. Hey, yeah. oh no, oh. I was I was brain dead. But day. then later on, he totally redeemed himself. <laughs> oh, I can shoot now. Don't ever think. Don't ever doubt that. <laughs> I never <laughs> doubt it, Martin. <laughs> Oh, I've witnessed some pretty impressive shotgunning from Cy over the years. I'm going to have some fun on one hunt this year. In the process of this cleaning out and moving things around at the house, I I found a gun in the back of my safe I ain't used in my old Winchester 94 lever action 3030. Hmm. That's a iron good gun. sights. It ain't the 73? Mm-mm. I'm going to 94. I'm going to get me a I'm going to get me a deer with an iron sight 3030. Just like it oh, did it'll in the do old it. days. Oh, 100%. Hey, it'll do it now. The problem ain't it. The problem will be me. So. No, no. <laughs> no, Phil had two of them. And I got, I've got one of them that he had two of. I've still in, and, and I've used it a lot. Oh, yeah. Where the uh, barrels rusted out on them? Uh, well, I don't know. I ain't looked at it in a long time since it's safe. This one's still in good shape here. But, oh, no. That one is too. Yeah. The last deer I killed with it, I shot him right between the eyes. <laughs> And look, hey, look, when I went up there. Is that where you were aiming? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, I was just, I had to no, know. No. I'm, I'm sorry. Look, and then when I went up there and picked him up, uh, it literally right here for the deer, and it cleaned. All he had was the bottom. bottom okay, yeah, we're good. Bottom. We're good. We understand. Right. Yeah. We understand okay. what that'll do. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Took mm-hmm. his head, slam off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He kept going. Hey, well, hey, I tried I to stop him. Hey, this is life. This is, this <laughs> Seventy-four is years, life, baby. You this know, last life. thing I went through that deer's head. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Size. Oh. <bolt>. Hey, <laughs> the last thing I went through, he was. I was looking, and I said, "I'll remember." Yeah. Well, so I did <laughs> shear one of them blue wings head off on that trip. Oh, I've done that before. I, I saw it happen. <laughs> said, it that. took me three shells because he come in there and he was doing the little. The little yeah, that's why. That's why I asked you what how you shot. Cause oh no, that, no, that part made the video, and I was looking. Oh, no. I was like, boy, he missed that sucker by a foot. Well, no, no, because he was doing this. You know, and yeah, I boom, missed him, boom, missed him, and then he was about from here to you to me, and I, I said, boom. Yeah, that's I, when him. I didn't miss him. That's when we shot at the same time. I kind of thought I heard Uh-oh. two gunshots. Oh, now Stone's getting in on that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, that's the reason you go hunting, boy. Uh, that's it. The, the fellowship. Okay. Uh, the problem is the camera I was don't lie. What someone's going to do. That, that's when I shot. It failed. 
<laughs> I've been there uh, before. I got hey, tickled at if that. It wasn't, if it wasn't for me when the, these boys go hunting, they, they wouldn't kill nothing. Yeah. No, That's one of them same old deals with them boys. They always shoot their lane till they don't kill nothing. Then they were shooting at the ducks in the middle. And I'm right. like, oh, okay. All right, yeah. cool. They, they pulled that stone mm-hmm. on me one time and said, hey, look, we put blanks in your gun. I said, yep. Y'all just told people how good I really am. I said, when you can kill three for three with blanks, <laughs> you know you can hunt, boys. So I just scares ducks to death. <laughs> oh, if I look at them, son, they'll fall. It's that icy stare, it's baby. That icy stare, baby. Mm. <laughs> he said he killed them with blanks. Mm. Oh, man. That's when you know you are really good. Well, you know, he had that uncle that used to shoot them wood ducks with 22s. Flying. In the head. In all headshot. Headshot only. That was legal back then? Uh, no, it was illegal, but he did it and made a lot of money. Because everybody was betting him that he couldn't do it, and he'd take him down to the Black Bayou and on the woody roofs and show him, hey. He'd shoot a woody in the head with a twenty-two. Flying. <laughs> and not only that, then make the person that, that bet him after he gave me his money, swim out there and get the duck. Uncle was hardcore. I'm normally on no, the side get him Because we can't say where I hit him until you get him and bring him back to the bank. And then he'd say, where was he hit? And the guy would say, in the head. <laughs> Same safe. Yeah. Oh, no. Flying I've killed, animal, I've 22 killed him flying. I've killed him flying before. <laughs> Just shoot him up with a twenty-two. Yeah, back then, you didn't have to worry. Your mind about it. is a powerful thing. It is. It's yeah. a powerful thing. Mind is yeah. a powerful thing. <laughs> It'll make you believe what you want to believe. That's the next T-shirt. Yeah. The mind is a powerful thing. That's right. Thing. The mind is a powerful thing. So I'm going to be on them Nureva commercials for long. Oh, yeah. Nureva? The, the, the brain health ones. Oh. The mind is a powerful thing. That's yeah. where size headed to next. That's, that well, that, that's one of the points. That's one of the points in the book. <laughs> no, I'm serious. What's the point? Is that you know, is that you can think of stuff, okay? I've, I'm witnessing that. And look, you can think of it, and it's wrong. But it's more about like, if you think you're sick, you gonna end up sick. You can think yourself well, you can, in oh, bad no. health. No, no, because hey, well, I'll give you the example. And if you if, think you saw a man take a deuce and a half tire off the side of one while it was moving, oh, you no, can, no, you can eventually I, believe it. It, it didn't that think happened. it didn't think about it. Nobody saw it. The evidence was there and it never the truck never was under ten miles an hour. Yeah. And if you think you saw somebody carrying an engine block across a all right, no, 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 that no, was 200 Sir, feet. that is on military record hey. in the United States of America. Oh That's no, fine. hey, that was written down, signed, and put in the books. That's somewhere in the I archives. wish we had them books. I'm telling you. I'd love to read size. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's why the lieutenant, the officer of the day, said, Robertson, are you really going to sign your signature on this? I said, hey, that's you what happened. Betcha. I that's just what like, happened. So. I'd just like to go and read what he wrote compared to what he tells. Size file's got to be somewhere in Washington, <laughs> D.C., right? But, hey, he right? did ask me. Better be in the Smithsonian. He did ask me, off the record, <laughs> off the record, how do you think they pulled it off? And I said, well, it took 40 of them to do it. And I said, and hey, the one on the bottom was the really key to the whole operation. Just like that. he had 39 more on top of his shoulders 
And that sucker was strong. If they averaged five foot, <laughs> five foot tall. Oh, they're piece, short. They're pond, short, boys. That's that, right. They're that short. Pond was oh, it was deep because hey, I'd been, I'd been putting carcasses in there forever for six months. Carcasses. Yeah. Vehicle carcasses. Vehicle oh. carcasses. <laughs> Metal carcasses of deuce and a half. I needed him to clarify three that. Three quarter ton. <laughs> no, hey. We've already been shooting. There's bones in, the in that there pond. Yeah. <laughs> the boneyard. Well, let's take our last break. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And we'll get into some real stories. Where you Go ahead, going? Johnny D. Okay, it's on me. JD? Hey, look. My man that sent you the Black Panther hat. Yep, he sent you one too. He sent me That's one. What I'm too. talking about baby. And so hey, now we're matching. Yours has got Panther my, on it. Mine says Panther. My, I got the Latin version. It says Pantera. Size looks a little more intimidating. Yeah, size, size but size, just like himself, has got more gray in it. That's right. That's right, boys. Oh, those are different Panthers. Yeah. Yours has yellow eyes. Size well, a little right bit. That proves it. Size a little bit older. You got a different Panther on your hat. I got the friendly zoo pants. Anyway, we didn't know who sent it. Kenny sent it to Cy. Big Kenny. Big Kenny. I don't know if he's big or not, yeah. uh, but he's from Wanata, Indiana. Wanata. And happy birthday to your daughter, Kenny, and thanks for the sweet hat. That's the Indian word. He's also a Black Panther believer. I don't know if that's true or not, but if he's going to send the hat, you're on our side. So I believe. I bet Thank I could, you. Kenny. I bet I could pick him out of a crowd. I believe. <laughs> Because he'd be wearing a sweet hat. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie Dunn says it better, I believe. Uh, what? Okay, anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yamez, or maybe James, uh, from Wisconsin, emails in. Jimmy. We get a lot from Wisconsin. We really do. Like the last really do. few emails, sharp as a tack, I tell you. He remembers everybody's. I mm -hmm. thought that when I saw this one. I was like, man, Wisconsin really coming through strong. Uh, go Badgers. Anyway, he could use our help. And thought we could answer this email. He's a police officer in Wisconsin. Thank, Thank you. you for your service. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Everybody said it. Be before safe. Me, but yes, be safe. Um, he's happily married. Has a one and a half year old son. That's awesome. Wife's pregnant. March of 2023. They're gonna have another one. He loves where he lives. He loves where how he loves his work. He has great friends. Eats well, and he's really got a pretty good life. Doesn't have anything to be worried about. Ungrateful for. But. He used the word however, but so I like that. Lately, he's been having a rough time. He works nights, which has got to be tough. And even though I can go home to have dinner, be with my family for a few minutes before bedtime, I feel like I'm not home enough or I'm lacking I'm in being the leader of the man of the house. I've been on a journey of returning to my faith in Jesus. Um, I, I've just been feeling low in my self-esteem lately. Like I haven't been doing good enough, haven't been paying attention to my wife enough, and that I need to be doing more. And this next part to me is important. Even though my wife tells me every day I do plenty and that she loves me. Uh, he's just asking for advice or if we've ever felt like this. Like, man, there's got to be. It just feels like I'm, I'm trying to do my best, but it doesn't feel like enough. And he asked if we have any go-to Bible verses for that. And I might have one or two. Me personally? I've been where you're at, okay, because I was in the military for 24 and a half years, okay, and I used to tell my wife all the time, well, I, I'm not there enough, and I, I apologize for not being there. That's when she would break out the photo albums and said, well, here you are dressed up as a big giant bunny rabbit, you know, what? 
putting Easter eggs out for the kids. Here you are on a bus playing Santa Claus on with the kids. You know. <clears throat> so this is something you're doing to yourself. You're there more than you think, dude. Okay. Ask your wife sometimes to break out the the uh, photo albums. I like that. And and she can actually prove it to you. You're there more than you think. But you can make it better, okay? Because you can make a, a bigger effort to the time you do spend at home, make it quality time. Okay, and that, that's the important thing. When you are home, be there fully, you know, with all of your attention, you know. Yeah. Man's got to make a living, okay? You got to provide for your family. Yeah. Okay, and, and all of us, I think, have been there and felt, okay, well, I'm never around enough, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm always, it always seems to me I'm at work because that's the way it was when I was in the military. I was always gone. Yeah, you know that's got to be tough working a night shift. You're yeah. asleep, they're awake. Then you come home. They're asleep, you're awake. You know, it's got to be tough. But like Sai said, when you do have time to spend with them, make sure it's quality time, plan activities, um, make the most of it. But Sai's right. You got to I mean you got to make a living. And I'll say this: I, it's always good to hear people wanting to do more because. Seems to me most problems arise when you get complacent and think you're doing enough. Well, at least he's aware. At least he's aware of it. That's generally when the rub comes in any relationship. I'm not talking about just marriage. That means your job. You get complacent and you're like, oh, I'm doing plenty. I don't need to be doing more. Things generally start falling apart about that time. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're aware and you're wanting to do more, I, that is a positive sign. I'm, I'm not saying that you need to do more by no stretch. You probably are, just like your wife says, doing enough. But don't hear that enough and then sit on your hands either. Yeah. Like Continue to want to do more, to try to do more, and whatever that looks like. Because I'm, I'm telling you that... That complacency is when things get bad. Generally, that's when a problem arises. Um, so as long as the effort's there and the want to is there, I think you're doing exactly what you need to do when you need to do it right now and in this season, and you'll figure out when the next season comes where, where that needs to be. But I, I, would, I would say just, you know, hold the, hold the line, keep doing what you're doing, and, uh, yeah. you know, your wife will let you know if that is in fact. I, I've figured that out. <laughs> If that is, in fact, the case, she will let you know. She, she will make you very aware. That- one thing that helped me, I cut the cable off. So all that time sitting in that chair watching ball games, I ain't watched ball games three years. Stone I, I spend a lot of time with my kids, my wife and kids, mm-hmm. because of that. That's, I mean, just think how many hours you sit in front of a ball game. At least three. You know, blood pressure goes up for no reason, but yeah, you can uh, you can make some adjustments that yeah. will yeah help that yeah absolutely yeah I think Martin's spot on. It's you know it, here's your verse in Ephesians five. It we're called to love our wives the way Christ loved the church, which is that's perfect right there. Yep. And we're not perfect, so to me, it's just striving every day to just do something else, do something better, which you're clearly doing. And I think the biggest advice I have for you is trust your wife. She's telling you you're doing enough, then great. 
Now keep trying to make her keep saying that. Mm-hmm. Every day, wake up and say, "How can I make sure my wife and kids know that I love them?" And that's and then when they're like, "Yeah, you're great, man," quit beating yourself up. Agree and say, "All right, I am great. I'm gonna quit beating myself up, but I'm gonna make sure they say that again tomorrow." Yeah. So, James, I I'm gonna go ahead and assume you're a great dad and a great husband, and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and thank you for sitting out all night, making sure us we're all safe and the people of Wisconsin are safe because. I'm sure you get phone calls at 2 o'clock in the morning that I wouldn't want to take. Yeah, no. So we appreciate you, man, and you do definitely stay safe out there. Yeah, because we got a full moon coming, so be on, keep your wits about you, son. Full moon. <laughs> Head on a swivel, boys. Uh, all right. Um, send us out. Send us out? Okay. Yeah. So Cy talked about how life sucked, and he brought up, what was it, James 1? Mm-hmm. So I, the verse immediately came to my head. Uh, and this is Jesus Christ, a uh, guy from Nazareth that I know and love talking. Uh, John sixteen thirty three. he was talking to his disciples about the day that is coming. And he ends it with this. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's kind of the key there. <laughs> You're going to have trouble. Life's going to suck sometimes, but in me, that being Jesus, you can have peace because he has overcome the world. If you're in Jesus, nothing can stop you. He's already won. Yeah. So just lay your head on the pillow at night knowing that. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see y'all next After time. After a good one. We'll see y'all next time. We're out. <laughs>